Over 100 elderly victims of the Sterling First scam are another demonstration of the financial corruption which Australia must clean out. I'm Robert Barwick of the Citizens Party. We'll tell you the shocking story of the Sterling First scandal in a minute and the truly disgusting role that the Federal Regulatory Agency, ASIC, played. Before we do, you should know that the way to clean out financial corruption starts with breaking the banking monopoly of the big four banks by creating an Australia Post People's Bank. Such a public bank would break the stranglehold the big four banks have over Australia. Here's a clip from Channel 10 News First reporting on the Sterling First scandal. A kick in the guts for these retirees. Their life savings lost in the failed Sterling First scheme. Now the Supreme Court's ruled to kick them out of their homes. I've got nowhere to go. They're going to take me out of there in a wheelchair. I'm not moving out. The Sterling First scam targeted elderly victims by promising them they would have their rent paid for the rest of their lives in exchange for a fixed amount. They were told their money was being put into a trust that would pay the rent. In fact, they were duped into putting their life savings into a convoluted managed investment scheme. When Sterling collapsed in 2019, 140 elderly victims lost everything, and many now face eviction from their homes. The us out in the street, 70, 60, 70, 80, nearly 90-year-old people out in the street. Beryl and her husband Ray are two of those victims. Before they signed the agreement, Beryl called the Australian Securities and Investments Commission and asked if there were any red flags about Sterling. ASIC is the government agency responsible for protecting people against such fraud. Beryl was told ASIC had no concerns about Sterling. But ASIC knew that wasn't true. In fact, the founder of Sterling First was Ray Jones, who was discharged from bankruptcy in 2015. Ray Jones had been involved in other financial scandals in which mum and dad investors lost millions. The Financial Review reported in 1991 that, quote, investors had little indication they were investing in the rickety corporate empire of Mr. Ray Jones, end quote. Investors lost $30 million. Did ASIC know about Ray Jones? Of course they did. Another key figure in Sterling First is Simon Bell, one of their directors. Simon Bell was a key figure in the disastrous property development Ponzi scheme, West Point, which collapsed into receivership in 2006 with total losses of $388 million, of which less than half was recovered for investors. Take a look at this screenshot from the ASIC website. Did ASIC know about West Point? Obviously they did. ASIC received complaints about Sterling starting in 2015. According to the founder of the Banking and Finance Consumers Support Association and advocate for Sterling victims, Denise Braley. ASIC finally moved against Sterling first in September 2017 to stop them from selling more of their snake oil. Incredibly, however, ASIC allowed Sterling to set up a new shell called Silverlink. The new company raised another $8 million from unsuspecting victims until it was finally shut down. These elderly victims deserve to be compensated for ASIC's negligence. What we've related here is the tip of the iceberg. There is the smell of corruption all over this affair. Why was this allowed to happen? And why haven't the government and ASIC not done anything about it? How high up does this scandal go? We demand a Senate inquiry into ASIC and the Sterling First affair. 
It's the first step in creating a whole new atmosphere in Canberra. It's time to have real regulations and honest regulators. But we also need to restructure the financial system itself. By establishing a Commonwealth Postal Savings Bank, we force the big four to compete, thereby breaking their monopoly. The mere presence of a public banking alternative will support the regulatory health of the financial system. The CPSB would invest in the real economy rather than speculative bubbles. It will begin to fence off a part of the financial system that is safe, where everyday people will be protected from financial predators. Please, sign our petition calling for a National Australia Post Bank. No one should have to suffer the agony of seeing their life savings disappear and be thrown out into the street when the regulatory agencies could have easily prevented it. Please, sign our petition and spread the word about it.